the seven faculties of the mind. What are they? And what makes these so important? Have you, do you know what the seven faculties are? And how could these seven faculties be affecting your life today? This is one of the most important subjects that we can understand because how we use our minds determines so much of who we become and what our, our destiny will be in this life and the life to come. So today I'm going to be revealing to you what are the seven faculties of the mind, how you can use them, and how you can best um, develop and grow them. But the first step is knowing what they are. So before we get into this, I want to say my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. If you like that, then I encourage you to like or subscribe, follow us on social so that you can get more messages just like this. And today, we are looking at the seven faculties of the mind. You see, the seven faculties are kind of like, if you would, a toolbox. And let's say you're going to try to build a house. How would you be able to build a house if you didn't know how to use your tools? You have your hammers, you have your saws, you have your measuring sticks, and um, these faculties are the tools that you have to go throughout life, to make decisions, and to build the structure of your life, of your future. How are you going to be able to live your calling and to be all that God has created you to be if you don't know what the basic human faculties of the mind is? What separates the man from the, the common beast is, in fact, these seven faculties. It is our ability, these faculties that, that makes the distinction between the two. So it is important, it is essential for all of us to understand what these things are and how to cultivate them to the highest degree that we can for the glory of God. So let's dive into this. The, the first faculty that we're looking at is the faculty of the will. Now, what is the will? Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. God says, I set before you blessing and cursing, life and death. Choose life. So first of all, God has created you and I as free moral agents. We have the ability to choose. The will is a governing power in the nature of man. This will is what dictates and controls and decides so much. It is in the moment of our of decision that your destiny is shaped. So the faculty of the will cannot be underestimated. Knowing how to exercise our will. Recognizing first, we can't choose our circumstances, but we can choose our reactions. So there's a lot that can be influenced and decided on your behalf and uh, regardless of what's happening around us. So the first faculty is the faculty of the will. And it just so happens this entire month, as from this recording, this is the theme. This is going to be what we're going to be talking about, teaching you how you can develop your will to the greatest degree so you could be strong at making decisions. No more being indecisive or paralyzed, but you could be very clear, absolutely know, have certainty on what is God's unique will for your life and how can you live your calling and make the decisions that heaven can agree with. If that's, if that's of interest to you, I encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you get more videos like this. But number two we're looking at is the faculty of reason. Reasoning 
um, is our ability to reason from cause to effect, to, to look at uh, evidence and make some decisions or deductions based on the things that we see. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18, God says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. That God is a reasonable God. God doesn't expect us to ha have faith without giving us sufficient evidence upon which to give our faith. And that's a beautiful thing. God is reasonable. We can reason with God and we're invited to. And um, we don't have to have an unreasonable faith, which is really exciting, especially if you're someone who is a reasonable thinker. And uh, God gives us a lot that we can consider. But how we reason, sometimes we could reason ourselves out of, of uh, reason ourselves into some trouble. Other times when reason is used in the right direction, it could be, uh, it could take us to great lengths and so much could happen. So the faculty of reason. The third faculty that we're looking at is, um, is the faculty of memory. Now, Proverbs 10.7 has a beautiful promise that the memory of the just is blessed. See, when I was a teenager, I did a lot of drugs that messed with your memory, destroyed your memory. My memory was one of the worst that I've, that I've known. I would forget things in mid-sentence, and it would be like, ah, oh, it's so hard to talk to me. I praise God that the memory of the just is blessed, and that God, we could be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we don't have to be staying in whatever it is. I used to say that I have a bad memory, but now I realize there's no such thing as a bad memory. You either have a trained memory or an untrained memory. And in the future, we're going to be going deep dive on how your memory works, how you can memorize the Word of God, memorize numbers, memorize names, memorize uh, faces, and be able to use memory to retain the knowledge that you need so that you could live your calling and really find that direction and clarity of where to go in life. So uh, the memory of the just is blessed. How many of you want to have a blessed memory? Let me know in the comments, like, I want a blessed memory or I need that. So God can answer that prayer because he promised it. Um, so number four, the fourth faculty of the mind is the faculty of imagination. See, out of, out of these faculties, this is one of the ones where I've been the weakest for a while. I had an identity for so long. I'm not a very creative person. My imagination was, it seemed like it was really suppressed. For whatever reason, children have a wide imagination. They could see so many things. But as we get older, we start to, we don't dream as much. We stop seeing a vision of, of what could be in the future. And we start restricting ourselves to the resources we have now. And Proverbs says that without a vision, the people perish. Our imagination is a faculty that when having a sanctified imagination can, can help us to stay focused, make better decisions, and really un and move and propel ourselves towards the direction that God has when we have a compelling future that pulls us of, of what we can imagine in the future. In uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 18, uh, the Bible talks about David is making this prayer to God, and he's saying that, uh, that God's people could keep these blessings of God forever in the imaginations of the thoughts of their hearts. Um, and so this is something that God wants us to keep in our imaginations, His blessing, to imagine the life of Christ. By beholding, we become changed. Um, and 
the imagination is, is such a powerful, powerful uh, faculty that we would do very well to cultivate to the glory of God. So that's the fourth faculty. The fifth faculty is the faculty of perception. Now, perception, we all perceive things a little differently. And we all may be looking at the same object and perceiving different things from it. Perception is very fascinating. In Luke 5.22, it says of Jesus that when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Uh, and this is when people were thinking that, like, who can forgive sins but God alone? Because Jesus was healing this, this, this man who couldn't walk. And so this faculty of perception is, um, is extremely important that we understand how it works. Because this is a tool. This is a, a gift. This is one of the things that separates us from brute beasts and, and animals that can't speak. So um, knowing how we can cultivate this so the glory of God will make or break much of the results in our life. So the sixth faculty, what we're looking at, this this is the faculty of intuition. Now what is intuition? Intuition is, um, like in 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse 12, the Bible talks about Elijah that um, he heard this still small voice. It was like this impression of the Holy Spirit that was just kind of speaking to him softly. And I believe we would all do well, that we would keep our conscience tender, that we may hear the faintest whisper of the voice that spake as never a man spake. And as God, that voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the left or to the right, that uh, intuition is so uh, important that we are, re we are impressionable by God's Spirit, that He would show us the things. Intuition is kind of like a knowing without uh, specific evidence or maybe your senses without actually seeing something but you have this intuition like this intuitive idea or direction or or kind of guidance and that is uh, what I understand my current understanding of intuition is that it is like this connection that we have with God that he speaks that softly and tenderly um, communicates to us so this is um, intuition and it will never true intuition is never going to be uh, contradicting the Word of God, if we are impressed to go in a direction that the Word of God clearly condemns, we know that is not the Spirit, that's a wrong Spirit that is impressing us. So um, I believe there has to be caution with that as well. Um, but the faculty of intuition, we need greater perception, greater intuition that we might hear the voice of God and His leading throughout our um, experience with, with the cause of God. So now the seventh. Now I'll tell you right now, Psychology tells you there's only six, but in my studies and in my research, I've found that there's actually a seventh. There's a missing faculty of the human mind, and it makes sense that modern science would have skipped it because the Word of God is very clear. I believe the seventh faculty of the mind is the faculty of faith. The faculty of faith. It is through faith that we are saved. It is through faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith allows us to see the invisible. Faith allows us to believe that Christ has died for us. Faith allows us to uh, see a better future. And um, it is really powerful when we really couple all of these together and we realize how they integrate. They're, they're subtle distinctions. And it's incredible once you identify these seven faculties, 
every time in the Bible when you see the word thoughts, you can actually break thoughts into seven different pieces. It's kind of like light. Light has seven different rays of light. It is, you have Roy G. Biv, the, color, the seven colors of the rainbow. When God says in 1 John that God is light, He's really showing that His character is, is complete. He has seven. The world was completely created in seven days. Seven is a symbol of creation. Man was created on the sixth day. Six is a number of a man, as in 666. We see Revelation 13, it's connected with this Antichrist. So I, I always like wondered when I saw the six faculties at, in psychology, I'm like, nah, there's got to be a seventh. Where is that? And then studying the Word of God, I began to realize it, it's clear. Like That's the faculty of faith. And um, so once you understand these seven faculties, the Word of God comes alive. And you start to see and perceive new insights, new, new learnings that you would never have seen before. And in the future, we're going to be going a deep dive into some of these. And this month, we're going to be looking especially at the faculty of the will. How to make decisions that you don't regret. How to make hard, difficult decisions. How to... Uh, choose when there's when you're surrounded by so many options that are good that you're trying to decide which is the better way how to determine the will of God even when there's so many voices crying out against it these are some of the topics we're going to be coming uh, so if you like these topics I encourage you to subscribe follow us so you get notified when they come out and if you want to know how to cultivate this these uh, seven faculties so that you could live your calling then we have a special book that we put together just for you. It's called Live Your Calling Daily Account Book. This helps you to have a better understanding of who you are, how you work. It will allow you to tap into your memory and recall the blessings of God. It will help you to, to exercise your imagination in the promises of God and seeing what God can do through you and how that God has a plan for your life. And you could start, you could visually, you can imagine and see a closer walk with Christ. And you'll start seeing it coming in more and more into your life. It helps you to reason between cause and effect and to reason what is the cause of so many of these results that are good. You can analyze your successes. You can analyze your failures and learn from these experiences. And it helps you to prioritize and to, to make that decision that is going to help move and make real progress so that all the busy work doesn't crowd out your life's work. So in this book, it's a daily account book. It has part planner, parts uh, morning conversations, some uh, suggested prayers, journaling, that you're able to journal and document your prayers and you can recall and remember the things that God has really been speaking to you. And this has been a huge booster of the faculty of faith and so many of our students who have been able to go through this every day. It is a tremendous blessing and I want to get you a copy of this. So if you would like to order your daily account book today, all you have to do is go to the website thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book and you can get your copy today. That's again thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book and you can order yours today. So friends, if this was a blessing, then please let me know in the comments what is it that stood out to you the most what surprised you in the video i'd love to hear from you i love reading these comments and if you know someone who could benefit through this then share it with them let others know what are the faculties of the mind because many are blindly going throughout life not knowing these precious truths and how much suffering is caused simply because 
We don't know the tools that we have, the instruments that we have to work for the Lord. And um, as always, friends, remember, if you want to work for the Lord, God doesn't call a qualified. He qualifies a call.